Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So we're recording this episode on the first day of Lunar New Year. And as you know, Lunar New Year, there's lots of like superstition around it. There's a lot of things that you can or can't do. Anyway, this morning I was telling my friend Monica... I forgot to unsubscribe to this membership thing, which is like, we've been doing like fitness class together. We've been, we signed up for like a trial and I forgot to delete it or like unsubscribe. And so I've been charged for the full month. So I told her about it and she was like, it's the first day of Lunar New Year. I am so upset for you, but I cannot be angry because if we are, if I get angry, it will be bad fortune for the rest of the year. So... I don't want fat bad fortune for the rest of the year. So, Tom, is it okay if we did not talk about cultural appropriation for once in this show? Because look, I'm I'm for anything that we do not talk about cultural appropriation for. But being positive on the show is going to be really, really hard. But let's try our best because I do not want bad fortune. This is a Lip Media podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lemon. As always, my name is Philip Cooch. And my name is Thomas Tan. As always, we are here to talk about what Asian millennials are talking about. And this week on the show, we need to talk about Lunar New Year because this whole weekend is all about Lunar New Year. And before we started recording this episode, we planned the whole episode. We were like, we're going to talk about Lunar New Year and how this year... In Melbourne, we're very lucky that we're able to celebrate with friends. <laughs> but and now, before we start recording, it was announced that we were going to a five-day lockdown. Look, COVID did happen, but it's okay. At least we're all, we're all safe. Yes. So I guess one thing that's very that's is happening around the world is that Lunar New Year is going to look very different for everyone this year, and for most for everywhere else in Australia, it's going to be pretty normal. It's for Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess like in different in other countries it also it's also going to look very similar to what we're going to be experiencing in Melbourne. So Tom, what did you originally have planned for Lunar New Year and how has your plans changed since then? So originally I was supposed to go to my auntie's house for Lunar New Year. Like usually every year we do go to a house. Her house is a lot more bigger so it's a lot more spacious. Everybody does like a potluck kind of thing. My mum normally makes like a I don't know what I call it in English. It's like a it's like soy sauce chicken. <laughs> like soya chicken? Soya chicken, kind of like that. And we can normally just go to our auntie's house, eat together, spend time with each other, play board games. And if we're lucky, we probably do like angbaos. If you're lucky. If we're lucky. Like we don't, I've noticed that we don't actually don't do it every year, which is... Mm. Oh, why is that? Is it because like it just depends like... I, don't I think know. it just depends on the adult's mood. <laughs> like, if they're feeling a bit generous, then we'll get a little bit of money. If they had, like, a not-so-okay day, then we'll be like, oh, we're empty-handed. Has Lunar New Year always been, like, a really big thing in your family, like, in the past? Or is it it- actually, no, it actually has. Like, ever since younger, especially when we were younger, it was actually even bigger. But I think the older we get, I notice that not everybody comes anymore. As in, like, the f- gatherings just get smaller and smaller. Wow. Because, like, the whole point of, like, Lunar Year is to, like, come together and, like, celebrate and right? eat together. But I think because as my cousins get older, they... I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking of they if anyone's... Their, they go to, like, their partners. They like go to family. their partners' things, and they just go... 
different places in the very nice and then we're supposed to stay positive right they just go to different places and usually if their family should be of importance it is not their priority at this point in time like it's interesting for me because like I've noticed in the last couple of years, Lunar New Year has become really big in my family. And, like, we're, we're obviously, like, half Chinese and, like, half Cambodian. Mm. But back at home in Cambodia, like, it's a really big thing. All my family there celebrates Lunar New Year. It's such a big occasion. But in Australia, like, I think it's because, like, growing up here in Australia, it was just mainly just me and my mom and my dad. Like, we don't have really have an extended family. Mm. And, that's, and I think that's a lot of people can relate to that if you're, like, like immigrants from another country so like Lunar New Year has never been like a really big thing we used to do something really small with like family friends like other people who don't really have extended family as Mm. well Um, but like it's never been like a really big thing but this year in particular I feel like there's a few different reasons why it's really big this year like first of all lockdown Mm. and also because a lot of my cousins have started to move here from Cambodia as well Mm. so I feel like Ever since there's more family here as well, my mom has gone a bit more all out. Like you were at my, mm, I did come. You were at my 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 mom's um Lunar New Year. Look, your Lunar New Year food. Your mom is an incredible cook, and I actually don't say that lightly. Like she can cook. She can literally cook. Like her, her ass. prawn crab noodles are the best. I've, okay, people who know I do have food. I have like a food ranking. Your mom's food, like. It's probably the best I've ever eaten. Wow. Like, ever, ever. How much would you pay for my mom's food if you were eating in a restaurant? Ooh. Like, what would you rate it? Okay, so we had some, like, nice chicken or duck thing. Like, yellow. I don't know what they call it. Yellow chicken. She made, like, soya chicken. Soya chicken. Like, what <laughs> your auntie made. And she also made, like, really amazing... She makes really good, amazing fish sauce with that. Ooh. goes with that. She made... Crispy pork. Crispy pork. She made... Crab noodles. Uh, would it, are these chili okay. crab noodles? Oh, uh, maybe... Chili crab... Maybe chili crab noodles. Chili crab noodles, prawn noodles, or something like that. And then she makes this amazing soup that goes really oh, well with everything it's else. It's got, like, guts, everything inside. So, how much would you pay for that course? I would pay about 50 bucks. 50, <laughs> wow, that's really good. That's, that's a lot for Look, Asian I food. I don't pay a lot of money for food. The people who know me, I'm really cheap, but your mom's food is good. She, her food is actually amazing. And to top it off, she gave me ang bao and, like, a, a red packet. <laughs> and that was really taken back, because I never usually get ang baos outside of family. Yeah. My mom, my mom loves giving unpals. I think Look, she she, she believes very if you, the more you give, the more you get back in a year. So you're actually doing her a favor by receiving. Oh, she's gonna be <laughs> she's gonna be expecting a lot from the universe for this part for the next year. Oh my my! But I do have a few questions. So like, okay, Lunar New Year, like it's been a big tradition in your family. But mm. for me, growing up here in Australia, it has never been a big tradition. So I have a few questions for you. Mm. First of all, why is it called Lunar New Year? Why do why do people ce- why did Asian people celebrate it in February and not on, on New Year's Day like the Western world? I don't know. I thought New Year's like Lunar New Year Eve was the big thing, and normally in Asian country it goes for like two weeks. So it's like the first day you're supposed to do this, the second day you wear this, the third day you do this. Like you're supposed to eat certain type of food as well. And I think I think it's called Lunar New Year because something to do with like the moon and the astrology. Like you know how we have like twelve zodiac symbols, mm. and I think that's why. As in like it's a celebration of the new year full moon or something like that. <laughs> okay, what about like? Because, like, I always hear people referring it as, like, Chinese New Year. But, like, technically speaking, like, Vietnamese people celebrate it. Mm. The, the Korean people celebrate it. Cambodian so, celebrate it. So many other countries celebrate it. But why do people always call it Chinese New Year? Well, like, I know there's a lot of Chinese people, but, like, 
that's actually pretty much it. I think that's <laughs> I think Chinese New Year is actually the Western adoption. So when people migrated from all over Asia to come to Australia. We will just get generalized as Chinese people. So when whenever we have a celebration, look, they're all Chinese. Chinese people are celebrating Chinese New Year. It wasn't until recently that I think, especially the Vietnamese community in Melbourne, is massive with Lunar New Year. Like they go all out, dresses, outfits, clothes, food, Hong Bao's, everything. And I think that's when the term started to slowly change to more, like to more inclusive. It's kind of like when we celebrate Christmas, right? We say Merry Christmas, but then now people are like Happy Holidays. Mm. Do you ever think? Because like I feel like Lunar New Year in Australia, and I'm sure it's like this in other countries as well. But like every single year, Lunar New Year is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and not just with the Asian community, but with like Western people like appreciating mm. and like participating in it. I feel like it's getting bigger. You know what I've noticed? I've started to notice that. Do you know the pamphlets that we get from at like our not prime minister, but like the minister, like the local ministers, they've been sending a lot of envelopes with like Chinese, happy Chinese, happy Lunar New Year. And I think they, they noticed that the size of the Asian community within their local community to vote is pretty big. So they want to target those minority groups who to get the extra votes. Mm, it's also, it's the same with businesses. I noticed a lot of businesses are like doing Lunar New Year, like Ooh, discounts and like... They want our money. They do. They're, getting, <laughs> they, they're tapping into the Asian market. But I think it's really amazing that... Lunar New Year and Asian culture is being celebrated even in like the Western mm. world. It's fun. There's so much food. There's lion dancing. There's lanterns. They must have heard about the red pocket. That's why they want to oh. participate. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do have a few superstitions that I learnt. Um, my friend Monica, like, who told me about the class, um, about the, but not being angry on Lunar Year. Mm. She also gave me a f- list of things not to do on Lunar Year because, as you know, Lunar Year's for me is very, very new. So I'm still mm. learning about all the superstitions. So I've written a few, a few here that I got from her. So the number one, and f- by the way, some of them sound really unre- unrealistic. So I need you to tell me if if you actually do them on Lunar Year. Okay, but disclaimer. When it comes to Chinese tradition, I don't follow it very often. But if I do, then I probably do. All right, let's go through the list and see which ones you do and don't follow. All right, number one, avoid taking medicine on your lunar year because if you do, you'll get sick for the rest of the year. What the heck? What if you have like a heart attack or a stroke? Oh, you need like your medicine What about for- if you're diabetic? Like what if you actually need your like well, insulin? Then- <laughs> Don't take it or else you get sick for the... I mean, you already are sick, so that's a weird one. I think that's a dangerous one. That is a dangerous one. (laughs) All right, next one. Number two. Don't sweep or take garbage out. If you do, you're sweeping your wealth away. Oh, I've heard this one a lot. I've heard this one heaps, actually. Do you do do this one? No, I don't... No. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't understand. So, we said earlier, Lunar Year is all about, like... Bring gathering, bringing people together, right? Mm. Bringing your families together. But what if you have a big party, then you can't clean up. You've got to wait till the next day. Well, deal with it. Like, tell the, I mean, obviously the guests would know, but I think you probably have to clean a couple of days before and pre-prepare in advance for your party or your gathering. And if it's on the day itself, you forgot to clean, then I guess so you, it's bad luck to them. So you can't clean on a day. So if you're having a, like a Lunar New Year dinner, you have to save the cleaning for tomorrow. I guess so. I mean, I do that anyway, so it doesn't make really make a difference. I always, if I have parties, I just save it for the next day for cleaning. Oh. <laughs> All right, next one. Number three. Don't eat porridge on Lunar New Year, because if you do, you'll be poor for the rest of the year. What the heck? Like, Monica. <laughs> Is that bad to say it's weird? I mean, I don't understand class, the- It's a bit classes. Like, how does eating porridge- I think because they think eating porridge is a poor people thing. Is it? 
I eat porridge all the time. I eat porridge all the time too. But I am poor, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the reason why. All right, number five. Oh, number four. Sorry. Oh, number four. The word. Oh, number four is unlucky. <laughs> I heard this one that you cannot give unbals with like the four in it, as in like forty dollars, four dollars, four hundred dollars, forty-four dollars, because it's bad luck apparently. Because four means death in Chinese. It sounds yeah. like death, right? Mm. Yeah. I guess we're skipping number four then, because like four is bad luck. So number five then. Um, keep children from crying, because if you do, it's just bad luck for the rest of the year. Can we do this not only for the lunar new year? Can we do this every single day of the year? But how do you keep children from crying though? If they're gonna cry, they're gonna cry. Just tell them that it's so lunar unless you like sorry. Just tell them it's lunar new year. Like you have no choice. Do not yeah, cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> Well, what do you think of these rules for for Lunar New Year? <laughs> to be nice, right? To be honest, it's my analogy or my take on this is like the superstition: do not walk under a ladder. If I see a ladder, I don't I don't believe in that superstition, but I'm also not going to walk under the ladder too if the, the opportunity presents itself. Does that make sense? So, like all these superstition stuff, I don't believe in it. But if someone's like, "Hey, don't sweep the floor," I'd be like. Okay, I'll just do it tomorrow. <laughs> For me, it sounds like a lot of these like superstitions. Like, look, the- I don't understand. Like, I don't understand why most of them revolve around wealth. Like, if you do this, you're not going to be rich for the year. Or if you do this, just sweeping your wealth away. Mm. Like, why is why is it so much of it revolved around wealth and fortune? Honestly, I think it's just Asian culture as, like, we talked about the Asian disaster mindset. The worst thing that could ever happen to someone who's Asian is being poor, right? Which is weird, which is dumb. Not having money. I guess because, like, a lot of... They say that health is wealth. (laughs) (laughs) I guess because, like, a lot of people, a lot of Asian people in particular in Asian countries, like, a little ancestors and stuff, Mm. they must have experienced lots of, like, hardships growing up. And so they... A lot of it has to do with wealth. Like, if you have wealth, you have live a better life, I guess. Mm. But I guess, like, for us, like, you know, we are millennials. We live in, like, a Western country in a very Western world. How much of these traditions would you carry on when you have your own family? I'd probably keep the... The red pockets. Like, the fun things, I guess. Like, the... For example, the... Yi song, I can't handle it. Like, you know, there's like a salad before every big meal. I was surprised your mom didn't do it actually. It's like a. Isn't that like a very Malaysian thing though? No, it's like Chinese. Like the ones where you're talking about where everyone puts their chopsticks in the middle and you just like play with the noodles, you like chuck it up. The higher you pull up the noodle, the better prosperity you have. Then you say weird things like prosperity to family, good fortune, good health, redness everywhere. I'm pretty sure that's a very Malaysian thing. I've only seen my Malaysian friends do that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a Chinese thing. Malaysian Chinese thing, maybe. Oh. But, uh, yeah, go back to I guess I'll keep, like, the fun aspects of it. And I'll keep, like, you know, wearing red shirts and looting. Like, that's fun. I'll keep the... Hong Bao side of things like getting money that's fun but when it comes down to the belief in Chinese or Lunar New Year that's the side where I do not adopt if that makes sense you need to elaborate on this because you're a Christian I am a Christian and you are obviously like Chinese Malaysian Mm. so why do you celebrate Lunar New Year if a lot of it does revolve around superstition Mm, good question so Lunar New Year it's more of a it's a Chinese tradition 
I do not adopt it as my culture. So the reason why I say that is because if you look at the history behind Lunar New Year, it revolves like I was saying, like you know, the twelve zodiacs. Like you have the ox, which is this year. You have the year of the dog. We have the snake with rats, and they all come from zodiac signs numbers. So whenever, like for example, when you're born on this certain date, this certain time, the fortune in fortune tellers in Chinese or whatever Asian country would say you're going to get this. It depends on how well you do in life. So then they start to draw power from this thing, and I don't believe in that. I don't think that is a very healthy thing to do because what if you're like born at like four forty four p.m. or a.m. Is that child going to have bad luck for the rest of their life? No, right. And another thing is like what Lunar New York people tend to do is like for example they hang up pineapples. You know those Asian red pineapples, and it's supposed to bring in. Wealth. So, like you said, Lunar New Year is so money, so wealth orientated. And as a Christian, I I don't want to do that because if my life starts revolving around money rather than God, everything becomes very tangible. Everything becomes very earthly, and I don't draw my happiness from money. If that makes sense. Mm, very like wise and like very <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, I, like, to clarify, right, like, for example, even, like, what we're doing today, to always be kind on the first day itself. Like, why can't we just do that for the rest of the year? Why does it have to be on today itself, right? Mm. And they say that you have to speak kind words because it, it appeases the kitchen god of Chinese zodiac or whatever, and then it'll bring sweetness to your life. Like, if I can guarantee if you be kind to people every single day, you're going to have a great life. It's just not on Lunar New Year. It's, I think for me, it's really funny, like... I'm I'm not uh, I'm not I'm not like into superstitions and I'm not really I don't I don't really have a religion right mm. and so for me like even though I don't really believe in these Chinese New Year superstitions I feel like the Chinese elders have gone to me and I think <laughs> I think because like it's been drummed in your head ever since you're young mm. right saying. You know, cut your hair before Lunar New Year. Make sure you wear. Is that why you got a haircut? I did have a haircut before <laughs> this, um, before Lunar New Year, and and also you have to wear new clothes on Lunar New Year. You have to change your bed sheets, like all these things. Like even though I know, okay, maybe they might be true. I don't know. Like I'm so confused. I don't know mm. if they're true or not at this point. But like, <laughs> it's just because it's been so drilled into your head about mm. you know if you don't do this, you're gonna have bad luck. I do find myself doing a, following some of them. Like some of them. Which just sounds a little bit unrealistic, like sweeping the floors and like sweeping the mm. floor away. Like, yeah, some of those I don't like, whatever. But some of them I just like maybe I do need to do this just in case, you know, just as like insurance. That is the Asian disaster mindset. I think so. Like most of these superstitions, right? They're all based on what if I do not do this, or what if I do this, bad things got to happen to me. This is why our parents are like this. To be honest, like sweep if don't sweep the floor, you're gonna have bad luck. If you cut your hair, you're gonna have bad luck. If you do this, you're gonna have bad luck. So everything revolves about bad things happening. Look, I'm. I'm getting this really negative energy from you, so you need to calm it down. No, this is if positive you don't, energy. If you don't, we're gonna have you're gonna have bad fortune for the rest of no, the year. No, I rebuke in Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, I'm just exposing like what's actually happening behind it. Look, f- in all in all, whatever your belief is, that's fine. Like that doesn't even that doesn't bother me at all. For me personally, I just see as it is, celebrate with family, and have a great time. Well, we'd love to know what you guys do for Lunar New Year. Like, do you guys believe in these superstitions? Head over to our Facebook page and Instagram page and let us know what you think. There'll be more lemon coming up, but first, here's a few words from today's sponsors. 
So for recommendation time this week, I'm going to re- do something a bit different. And I do know that we said not to be negative this episode, especially on the first day of Lunar Year. But <laughs> I am going to break the superstition because it uh, the, the what I'm going to recommend is really important. And I feel like we all should get behind this. So if you haven't heard, in America, especially at the moment, the last few weeks... There's been a rise of attacks on Asian American people, especially on elderly Asian people. Mm. So, there was one man who passed away. He was 83-year-old. His name was, was Vicha Ratanapakti. He passed away after he was pushed to the floor by a random person. And then... A week before that, there was another man, a 91-year-old man, who was pushed to the floor. Mm. And on that same day, the person who pushed him to the floor pushed two other elderly <gasps> people that, that day. The same person the pushed The same them. person, yeah. And then a couple of days later, a man, a Filipino man, 61-year-old Filipino man, had his face slashed in half <gasps> in Chinatown as well. So there's been this rise of attack in Asian Asian-American people, especially at the moment. Um, and it doesn't just stop at elderly people. There was a there was a Asian guy, young young Asian guy who was shot by the police in somewhere in America. I forgot which state it was. But there's just been such a rise of attacks in Asian Americans, and it, it I think it extends to every country where COVID is very pre- prevalent at the mm. moment. And we experienced this last year as well in Australia when mm. um, we were in lockdown and. COVID was spreading like wildfire in Australia. There was a rise of attacks in towards Asian people. A lot of us were, not a lot of us, but many of us were getting spat on and getting beaten on, getting mm. called, you know, dogs, Asian dogs, stuff like that. And so this rise of attacks in Asian, Asian people is real. It's been reported everywhere um, in surveys, in research. So this is very real, but no one is talking about it. So mm. my recommendation for everyone this week is to, I don't know, maybe hit up your local newspaper or the a mainstream net TV network like CNN or the New York Times or whatever TV station is big in, in your local area and just ask them to report on these issues mm. because no one is talking about it. And I feel like it's it's just it's just be, we're just being silent. So. I think because we're such a passive community. One thing that you did, which is really good, that you made a TikTok. And TikTok took your first video down because it said it was too violent. So even if you did try to speak up, it's like, it sucks because social media is trying to silence us. Silence it, which is bad. But yeah. it did go back up and the video did go quite viral. It's got nearly a million streams, or what do they call it? Views. Views. <laughs> and the one thing which made me quite shocked was the fact that people who are commenting on your TikTok video, they were really supportive. They were saying like, guys, let's boost this video up. Get this, share this as many as you can. And then like these K-pop, K-pop fans started boosting the video. Be like, everybody start doing the alphabet after me. I'll go first. A, B, C. <laughs> but the weirdest thing that I saw come from that video was kids dancing to you talking about it. I know. It was a bit weird seeing people dancing to me in- narrating what's <laughs> happening in the Asian community. But it was for a good cause. It was for a great cause. And I think I'm honestly, like, very, like, touched that so many people have, you know, shared that video mm. and also, like, just try and spread the word because I feel like it's such an important thing that no one's talking about at the moment. And I read the other day that, you know, 
is this is this research is in Australia, but I'm sure it applies to every other country as well. Ninety percent of Asian people don't report hate crimes in Australia mm. because they've just kind of expected now. It's just so normalized in Australia, and so the other ten percent when they do report it, most of it gets dismissed mm. because you know they're like, oh, you know, like it's not a hate crime, whatever. So it's so important for all of us to stand up together to speak about these issues. So if you are experiencing hate crimes, please share your story. Like I, th- we have to hear these stories. Otherwise, we're not going to have meaningful change. Mm, and I think they've been also been starting a hashtag like Asian. Uh, Asians are human, is it? Yeah, Asians are human. So if you are going to be participating in this movement, which I highly suggest you do, do not use the hashtag. Asian lives matter or all lives matter or you know Asian lives matter whatever right because we don't obviously don't want to take away from the black lives movement because that's a real important cause and we all support that so use the hashtag Asian Asians are human or hashtag they can't burn us all those are the hashtags oh. that everyone's using at the moment so if you like to participate go and use those hashtags mm. can we put on our selfies Lunar New Year stuff Oh, you, you mean like, can you just use a hashtag with just a use hashtag. I personally wouldn't do that. I feel like if you are going to use a hashtag, you don't want to dilute all the other true, important messages. True. So if you are going to use a hashtag, please post something meaningful. Um, but yeah, please talk about Asian, Asian lives and the things that are happening to the Asian community. That's my recommendation. Well, as always, thank you so much for joining us this week for Lunar New Year. We did drop this episode a bit earlier than usual, but we wanted to be in your feed while you're celebrating Lunar New Year. So, happy Lunar New Year to everyone. It's the year of the ox, so... Happy New Year! (laughs) As always, we'll see you guys next week on Tuesday. Bye-bye!